And welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. The Eye of Horus. The Eye of Horus. Water, water everywhere. I did. I really appreciate Bruce Dickinson. He's a renaissance man. He has many interests and talents, and I'm very happy that he used the accurate nor any drop to drink. Yeah. As in the original text. He's not going to come out here saying, Luke, I am your father. He knows the true shit. It's no, I am your father. He knows it. Yeah. Uh, this week we are talking about a- Uncut Gems, the new Adam Sandler movie. What did you think of it? I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Um, how, how was it? It was all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an Adam Sandler movie, though? No, it's not. If, if we okay. were doing Adam Slander and we were doing it by the- is it a good Jim Carrey movie criterion? Very low. It would Probably one of the on... three best movies he's ever been in in a walk, though. But not an Adam Sandler movie. But in terms of... That's why, like, the critic score is like, wow, it proves that Adam Sandler still has, like, some stuff in the tank for being a dramatic actor. But the... Like, it's got, like, a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, and everybody's like, he didn't fucking fart at all in this movie. Yeah. I, can his I... racist friends were there. The first scene... In the movie where you see the Sandman, mm-hmm. is him getting a colonoscopy. Fantastic. Not even Just a fart incredible. joke in it. Incredible stuff. And it was a little anyway. close to home because I was like, oh, that's what it looked like. Cool. That's what I looked like. Oh, I was doing that? Fuck. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Uh, anyway, Anyways, we're mostly we're talking about, about Iron Maiden Power uh, Slave. A small indie band known as Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. And their 1984 album, Power Slave. Uh, what did you think of it? I liked it, and I'm glad that I know that this is what metal sounds like. Well, this is what metal did sound like. Right. Now every metal band sounds like Periphery. Um, I like that this sort of, this metal band, it's an, it's excess, cause back then in the 80s, there were only six bands. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I like that they have this fun iconography where it's like, I'm a big scary pharaoh versus like, where it just looks like a cracked leather couch and that's yeah. their logo. Uh-huh. I like the, that the, they have like, they have side characters like Dan the Automator, except it's a mummy that doesn't show up in the text of this album at all, but you know he's there. The cool thing, so Iron Maiden's mascot is Eddie and he looks like, uh, the ha- the burning halo skull, but if the flames like stopped. Yeah. Like, that's what his face looks like. And they can just, whatever, like, the kind of, uh, imagery they want to evoke for that album, they just make him that. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the Pharaoh. He's, he's, he's the the Bart Simpson of the band, where he can just be on any kind of t shirt that you want. Uh, he's on the side of Ed Force One. That's their, their jet. Is that what you call your car? No. (laughs) I can't fit a full, like, uh, eight guy metal band and, equipment and roadies in my ford fiesta so <laughs> that's true i do have the the ed decal on the side though that's cool so yeah something uh, i thought was interesting about we we're big layout heads here on fun point we we there's a lot of like oh i wouldn't have put the song here i mm-hmm. think it's interesting on the it's only a tight eight songs in total 
mm-hmm. and there's only one song on it with seven prologue songs. Did you notice that? Oh, is that uh one th- tracks one through seven are all prologue, and then we get to the song on the album. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they, and that's they, not a value judgment. There are plenty of songs on this that I like. Uh huh. So you're kind of all in on "Rhyme of the Ancient Man." I think it's pretty good. I'm very happy to hear that. If there was, a, if even even two weeks ago, if like if I get assigned a 13 minute song, I'm probably not going to listen to it as often as the other ones. That was not true for this one. It rules. Um, sorry, sorry, lost for words, big aura. I'm not listening to you as much. I gotta listen to her. I, I don't, I don't know if we've discussed this. I mean, it's probably come up before, but having like specific memories tied to certain songs. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, so one that's not on here is, uh, what I forget. Is it like whatever the first track on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Uh huh. Um, can we get much higher? Yeah. Leona I have a distinct memory of one day taking the bus to class and it was snowing. Mm-hmm. And like, that's my like vision memory of that song. Mm. Uh, I, I have one of Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and it's playing uh, World of Warcraft, the Burning Crusade expansion. <laughs> uh, wow, that's just fucking blasting out of my headphones. So. Uh huh. And your dad walks in and says, are you winning, son? Are you winning, son? And I said, no, I didn't get any. (laughs) He says, he says, roll higher next time. And then then he leaves. Um, I was thinking because I'm also, I'm also a very like spatial music listener where it's very important to me to be in like a certain, like when I, if I'm not going to listen to space jam when I'm going to bed, I'm going to listen to it in the basketball gym of the YMCA and then it sounds Mm -hmm. good. Mm. I was worried about this one because this one is about how it's good, how war is morally good all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about, uh, punching holes in the wall. And I was at home with my family for a lot of the last two weeks. Okay. So I was kind of worried about like, you know, being the, um, being the 26 year old fail son and going to my room and listening to Power Slave and then coming uh-huh. back out and talk to talk to my aunts. But actually uh-huh. I was thinking about it and that's probably the correct way to listen to Iron Maiden. Exactly. Uh, I, I was two minutes to, there's no way to listen to two minutes to midnight other than doing burnouts in front of the Dairy Queen <laughs> yeah. in your career. Yeah, this is a very like, suburban album. Yeah. Um, anyway, first, first track on here, Ace is High. Uh, the 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 thing I don't know if you if you uh, picked this picked up on this on your brief listen these guys fucking love a harmonized guitar riff oh yeah uh it, you cannot listen to this album with one headphone in because it sounds like shit but when That's you got both of them on it sounds great uh huh. Uh, so yeah, this is this is the this is the song that's about how it's good to be a soldier. It's it's good. War is good. Uh-huh. Which they they they'll immediately they'll trick you and they'll say, "What if it's also bad in the Doomsday Clock later?" I I don't think I, th- I as far as I know, Bruce Dickinson is like a pretty. I mean, he's probably like a lib as far as politics go. Yeah, but I I know he's been like ah oh, the Queen's a wanka, you know, like shit like that. Yeah. Uh. Their only problematic thing is they 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 think Winston Churchill is cool. Right. I saw but, that he they have him open like yeah, Winston like Churchill spoken. comes out and says, "Are you ready to rock?" Like he's before like, we'll, the song. "We'll fight them. We'll fight them in the trenches." Yeah, that. Shit. Yeah. The fucking uh, yeah. Everybody who went and saw the war movie with Tom in this weekend loves this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they did also do um, "Run to the Hills." Mm. Uh, which, which, uh, begins with the lyrics, a white man came across the sea, he brought us pain and misery. So. Oh, okay. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, that's also that's also on the uh, Iron Maiden pinball machine that I play sometimes. That's uh, that's always my backup to the Trooper. It's good. The, the Trooper, it's just the, the Trooper's just a cool song about fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's good, <laughs> and how great it is. Uh, anyway, this song's about just being in a cool airplane and flying around and doing yeah. tricks. It's about thinking you're Tom Cruise. <laughs> I think that I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> I really um, do think that, like, the the History Channel war documentary generation of just, like, mm-hmm. my, like, all of our Gen X dads who love the History Channel and love Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. like, this is what they had before that channel. Yeah. They had one song where Winston Churchill says, isn't it good to fly a plane, Gov? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, but it's, it's the funny, it's the fucking Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, discourse where one person says, oh, it means that it's bad. And the other person's like, no, it's good. Oh, wow. Cool plane. Cool plane. Wow. I love fucking turning my spitfire and, and hammering on my guns. Uh-huh. And that's the last lyric you hear from me in the song. Um, can you help I, me with just sort of a memory note that I have? Yeah. So uh, I know that fucking the verses, he sings the shit in like iambic pentameter. Where, <laughs> Not all of them. That guy was the siren that was up the air raid. Um, in the chorus, when he says going in again, my note says, uh, put that part in Guitar Hero. Is there a cool <laughs> guitar that happens there? I'll, I'll, this, so- this song's pretty cool because it's one that the like guitar melody kind of matches up with the right, 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 song. Right. So, um, I think, he, I think he, Peter right. Frampton made the guitar say going in again along yeah, with going in again. Cool. It goes, da-da-da-da-da. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's, I would love to hit those five buttons. Also, we have to give a huge shout out to Steve Harris on this. He's the Iron Maiden bassist and he writes most of the songs and he, he's just so fucking, I love hearing bass in, in a metal song. It just sounds weird. And it's yeah. good. So your favorite person isn't the most Eddie fake name of all time drummer from this band. What's his name? Like Brian McBrain or something? <laughs> Nico McBrain. <laughs> Nico McBrain. Yeah, it he's could just good. Be Nico. It's I don't know. It, it's cool that like at the start, Iron Maiden had like a bunch of like personnel changes, and everyone else has been in the band since like 1984. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of dudes having a good time playing their metal. And I know we talked about this. I think when we were talking about the album, but. And Bruce Dickinson was also Christopher Walken, more cowbell, funny skit, SNL. I, yeah, I believe those are unrelated Bruce Dickinsons. But it's it's such a funny skit that we should talk about it. Okay. What did you, what was your favorite part of that skit? I think my favorite part of the skit is when <laughs> Bruce Dickinson, Christopher Walken, he says uh, the iconic line of "I need more cowbell." I love that part, and then you see Will Ferrell's little belly sticking out. That is really funny. He's got a little hairy belly, doesn't he? Two minutes to midnight. Oh, it's so good. I can't. I I just, I, I'm transforming into a fucking car. I'm exhaust out. <laughs> I'm turning into a car with pro-life bumper stickers on it when I listen to this song. Oh, no. Uh, To kill the unborn in the womb, huh? Uh, I thought, I really thought that this, uh, song was originally about, like, killing the Antichrist, Satan. But oh. it's about nuclear war. So, a lot so less So you fun. think, you thought, you thought the unborn in the womb was Lucifer? Yeah, I did. Wow. And then we had to do that, um, to stop the, the devil from happening. But also right. it's, it's, uh, it's nukes, because this was created when, uh, Cold War happened. I 
was going to talk about this later at some point. It's so wild how much biblical iconography is in this album. Mm-hmm. And you can just say anything but the word God. Because yeah. if you say God, like if, at the very end of this, it was like, uh, two minutes to midnight, God is coming soon. Like that yeah. would turn it into, into a Christian album. A Christian album. But they're they, 90% they should, of the way there. They should do that and just like, uh, advertise it as that to like, just uh, to play Rock the Universe. It's Eddie's, Eddie's trick. Uh, he made, <laughs> you, Iron Maiden is headlining Rock the Universe. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, to appeal to Christians, we'll, we'll dress up Eddie on the cover like the crucified Christ. And oh, yeah. oh, they didn't like that for some reason. Weird. <laughs> Uh, we, we get another one of those, like, cool, like, post-chorus, uh, what is the part where it's like, the glamour, the fortune, the pain. We hear our fucking dude, Steve Harris, do 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 Just those little, like, fills are so good. I wish I had bass player brain. Cause that, I mean, that, shit, that shit just, like, washes right over me and I'm just thinking, wow, music. Being bass player brain is you have, like, four... At least in, like, the realm of, like, rock music, there's, like, four dudes that, like, you have to stand. Right. So it's it's Steve Harris, it's Getty Lee, it's the fucking Who guy. Right. <laughs> we all have to stand the, Guy from the Who. Guy from the Who. Who's not Keith Moon, the lesser yeah. known guy. Yeah. And that's it. It's only three. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't, I've tried so many times, I'm like, I'm gonna learn an Iron Maiden song, and I can't do... The fucking galloping bass. I'm not good enough. Uh-huh. I'm not powerful enough. I didn't get one for all from Steve Harris. <laughs> I don't know why fucking Rock Band, when they had bass mode that you could play, they didn't mm. have any fucking banging Iron Maiden bass tracks. They didn't... They they just had fucking uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, where you can't hear the bass at all, and you just click the green button 600 times, times in a row. Yeah. Not very fun. Not very fun. But when I would love to play the bass when it's like, yeah, we feed our babies into the war machine. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Too much military oh, The spending. body bags Fuck and yeah. little rags of children torn in two. Fuck and yeah, dude. Let the bingo right on you! Let's go. Give us some reggae. To, to, to the tune of starving millions to make a better kind of gun. Vote for Mondale. Big gun. Yeah, I want to see that. It's that lyric, the tune of starving millions to make a better better kind of gun but it's eddie and he has the uh confederate flag on a <laughs> yeah. sticker. that's what i'm i really yeah see. it's just a rorschach test and it can mean anything to anyone who looks at it <laughs> two minutes to midnight so I mean, you d- do you think it uh bruce and his friends were in the studio and they were like wouldn't it be meaningful if we on purpose went from the war is cool song to the we're all gonna die because killing song you think that was like a... I think that's how we should line them up in the track listing before we do Lost for Words, Big Aura. <laughs> Are we sure we want to call it... Ah, uh, we'll call it that. We'll, we'll call it Big Aura. Uh, next track on here, Lost for Words, Big Aura. <laughs> uh, it, have we talked about instrumental tracks on here before? I mean, we pretty much just say, yeah, and then fucking uh, it's the evil guy talking to Deltron and it's not really important. Yeah, I mean, this one, it's, like, okay. It, it It's the traditional Iron Maiden sound. You have the, you know, the harmonies and the jun 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 that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, here we go. I, I do appreciate Genius just putting instrumental in brackets for the entire song. Yeah. Uh, the title is a bit of wordplay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a transliteration of how someone with a thick Cockney accent would say, lost for words, big horror. They're ahead of their time. They're making fun of Cockney accent. This is just your fucking word of the week that it was like... Wrong uh, de boss. Wrong de boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Martin Birch and Bruce. I and don't know Nico. what the big horror is because it mostly just sounds like pretty sick. Yeah, it sounds good so far. You like, were just talking about, you know? Yeah, you just kind of. I I can. Conf- I here's my um, genius brain. I always confuse this song with the Duelists because I imagined in this song like the, the guitars. They're like dueling guitars, like dueling banjos. You mm, know? Like, like in Guitar Hero Three. Guitar Hero Three, like when you play the the version of "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." That guy who made yeah. that is Kansas. Tom Morello is there. Tom Morello is there. You get to play as Tom Morello. Very cool. Uh huh. Against the devil, Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm. Listen, I can listen to six minutes of them just doing music, or I can listen to fourteen of them doing music with words attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I often went for the latter. Uh, next one that does have words attached to it is uh, "Flash of the Blade." I love that it says it's the first of two sword fighting songs on this eight song album uh-huh pretty good we, we get back pretty to back much all of uh bruce dickinson's interests on this because he he is like a certified pilot like he he can he's a commercial right. pilot i believe like he has a license so he got that and he says hi he's like a fucking fencer like he we got two dueling songs um, it must it must have been so easy to be alive in the 80s because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not even very well-traveled, but, like, I couldn't... Can you imagine somebody telling, asking you to name your eight interests? Mm-hmm. Like, we have more than that. We're, it's, the, it's, the, it's 2020, baby. Austin Powers. We're like, I have more than eight things that I'd like to write songs about. But back then it was like, well, you can go to fencing or you can fight in the war. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You can visit a village. Eddie you can be the, the fucking, pharaoh. <laughs> the, the fucking Eddie version. You'll die as you live with a dunk on the rim. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got two minutes to Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I like the the chorus, but I just don't like the way this song starts when he's like, as a young boy chasing dragons. Now, now, okay, that that part I didn't like. However, my first note for the song is that I love the guitar opening on it. Uh-huh. Did it slap? Oh, yeah. Because it's really helpful to have, like, a very fun riff at the beginning when I'm still starting to, like, figure out which song is which. Uh-huh. So I really appreciated the... It starts with that, and then the the drums, like, kick in, like, ten seconds later. It's really good. But then he said he does a spooky voice, and he says that. I don't know much about... The smell of resin leather! The steely iron mask! The steely iron mask, Khaleesi! My thing about this song is that it's, like, sword kid propaganda. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about, this, the message of the song is everybody remembers famous sword heroes. I gotta be honest with you, I don't know one. I was gonna ask you to name one real swordsman. The only one I They know, don't even have to be good. The only one I know is Siegfried from Soul Calibur. <laughs> okay. So. 
And I almost yeah. said Maxi, but he uses uh, he uses what is he the nunchuck guy? Uh, yeah, I think he... so because I would always beat his ass with Killick with my cool Killick staff. Killick is, is the the staff guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a guy in. Whatever the first one, I think Soul, I forget which one, but it was like Soul Edge or Soul Blade. It was like called one in the arcade. And then mm. they had a guy named named Rock in it, and he had a huge axe. That sounds pretty um, cool. Yeah, I, they probably got to change that character for some reason. Was he as cool why. as Nightmare? I mean, in the sense, he was like a like a, a a noble warrior i think oh from like a tribe and he just had a huge fucking axe yo but remember when soul Calibur 2 on gamecube had link in it i i had it on uh ps2 so oh so I you got like crash bandicoot i i believe i had crash bandicoot in that's soul cool Calibur. i think it had like darth vader or something <laughs> in it. and i Man, remember being very darth Maul really was in tony hawk's pro skater 3 though he was. Which one was Spider-Man in? I believe also that one. Okay. That also had, like, fucking Wolverine and, like, fucking Paul Blart in it. It was cool. <laughs> the heavy hitters. Yeah. Anyway. Flash of the Blade. You'll die as you live. I've always said that. Um, want to check in with the Patreon? Yeah. Patreon.com slash Thrones, Where, if you like, you can donate to us. Um, at $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks. Uh, it's about uh, Metal Gear Solid. H- have Have you been playing that Stranded? Um, I've been playing Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing it for like six hours a day over break. Okay, but have you played Death Standing? Uh, no, I haven't. Are uh, you scared of it? I well, one, I'm scared of it. Yeah, also because I've also been playing through Control, and I can only play one oh. scary game at a time. Yeah, that's my problem. Uh, so I'm I, afraid I, that I won't like it because I'm so ready for it to be my favorite game of all time and for that to be my take because it's controversial. Okay. Uh-huh. Like that was when I went into Uncut Gems, I was like, this will be my movie of the year. And then it came out and it kind of wasn't. And it was disappointing. Yeah. You, you you had the take prepared. You had it in the chamber, but yeah, I kind of missed I sat down in the movie theater with my pretzel bites and I saw Adam Sandler getting his back blown out by the GI doctor. And I said, the, now, we're, now we're talking, but then it didn't happen again. It didn't happen as, yeah. But yeah, we do a Metal Gear podcast. Uh, we also, I also do uh, Carry Me Home with producer Kim, where we talk about Jim Carrey movies. Uh, we, if if you'd like to sync up our Ginch commentary, you can do that. Uh, that was the latest release on there. So if if you want to just get like thirty five minutes into the movie and then hear me laughing at something someone posted in Discord, uh, you can do that. <laughs> And you only have to wait a couple more months to hear Kim's takes on Baby Sonic. We're all excited. We can't wait. Valentine's Day. That is, we're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, at $5 a month, you can send in a request for us to talk about on Fun Point. You can send in a, a message that we can read on air. Um, and at $10 a month, you get special user status in Discord. And we'll make a monster wrestler for you in Pigot Fire Pro Wrestling. Wrestle Kingdom soon. Wrestle Kingdom. It's well, probably like, going to be good. Isn't it like next Friday and Saturday night, very late yeah. US yeah. time? Okay. I'm so excited. I can't wait to officially start teaching for two days and then fuck up my sleep schedule yeah. entirely. Watching. But then you'll be wearing your your Kazuchika Okada t-shirt to class and everybody will say, wow, wow, Mr. Eddie, that's a fucking cool shirt. You also watched Wrestle Kingdom? I love Toriyano. They, wow. we, they'll say in, in unison, we all watched... Jushin Thunder Liger's final match in Tokyo Dome. 
Everybody will come in crying, and you'll know why. Yeah, I'll know. Uh, Patreon.com slash postgamerthorns, thank you. Uh, next up we have the duelists. It's time to d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-duel. Uh, I, the, the, the duelists and back in the village are always like, okay, get me, get me, get me to the good shit, Bruce. Like, yeah. you know what I'm here for. Oh, fight for the honor. We just kind of talked about that. Yeah, this is just I, the, this is the warrior male song. It where really it's just is. like fighting is pleasurable. It's good. And you like to get cut in the chest with a big sword. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, he just kind of likes telling stories about men fighting, and I'm sure there's no, like, sub- men fighting with swords and no subtext. <laughs> Only cowards uh-huh. use it. Um, it's really, like, I can't relate, though. I know it's no surprise to Iron Maiden if I told them this, though, but, I, like, I listened to verse 2 where they're saying, like, a lunge and a feint, a parry too late, a cut to the chest and you're down... And then you get, could you fucking, no, I'm not gonna, if I get my chest slashed in a duel, I'm, I'm not gonna continue. I don't care what Bruce says. I, I'm just done after that. I mean, I have one, we took out the, uh, the air conditioner from our window and I had to carry it all the way down to the garage and it was very heavy and I got like a little cut on my finger in the process and I was yeah. like, I am never doing that again. Uh huh. So I can't imagine fucking tasting a blade and, yeah. <laughs> and getting up to battle more. I, uh, when I was setting up my first wrestling ring last month, uh, for a show, um, I, like, cut my, my little fingertip, um, uh-huh. on one of the two by fours that we were, like, setting up under the ring. And mm-hmm. it's a little, there's a little baby scar on the tip of my finger now. And now I can always say that, like, oh, I've been scarred by the biz. Like, yeah, I'm one of the boys. Yeah, I've, I'll always carry this with me. This is my first bump. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ow, oof. Anyways, the song is fucking another one that's Christian as fuck. Okay. Because this is the one where my thing was like, it's, yeah, you're going to get cut with a sword, and then the angel of death, here's your last breath. And the reaper, which I understand is different from the angel of death, is all also there. And they stop just short of being like, and then you meet the Christian god. Yeah, that's for, that's for you to fill, because you can either... That that's for the the listener to fill in because they can either go to the Christian God or they can uh nothing happens or they can be reincarnated like power slave. That's true. I forgot about becoming power slave. You forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you eat the old pharaoh's hair and you become power slave. Let's just blast through the next two because we got to get the final two tracks or what? We're yeah, I was for, thinking honestly. like, oh, we're making like we're. I think we might end a little earlier, but no, we have we have, we have a Mariner. lot to get to. Um, Back, I always forget that this song exists mm-hmm. because I never listen to it, and it's it's fine. Bag in the village, I'm bagging. Back the village. in the village, I'm back in the village. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I I really don't care about this. Yeah, it's a it's literally it says like I'm doing fucking war crimes to a village from the sky, and I think that questions are annoying, and I'd rather not think about what I'm doing or something. Hmm. Back in the anyway, village, I'm back in the village. He's That's, back in the village, whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's just get, go do Power Slave. Yeah. Um, into the abyss I fall. Let me tell you about the Phrygian scale. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. <laughs> That's the one that sounds like Egypt. Oh, okay. Uh, so any, a lot, a lot of metal bands, they're like, let's Okay, that that's how they make the, cool. the, the sound like that? That's how they make it. When it sounds like Egypt, uh, it's it's that scale. I, oh, I believe. 
I could be wrong, and it could be the fucking Mixolodian scale. No, you're right. And then everyone will get mad at me. Uh, tell me why I have to be a power slave. Um, this song fucking rules. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, it, it's about falling into the eye of Horus and then, um, being a slave to the power of death. So just kind of like basic shit, you know. It's like an eight minute song and it's jug jug fucking cool guitar the whole time. And it's literally just about a guy lying down. It's about a guy lying on like a hard slab with his eyes closed. Yeah, being like, oh, this is whack. I'm, I'm dying for real, I think. Uh-huh. Ow, oof. I'm Ow, going oof. to meet the Christian god. This sucks. I thought I, I was it, him. Uh, please, Pharaoh, stop dying here in 1000 <laughs> BC or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's fucking, oh, I lived my life as strong power, but now I'm dead. And that's the, the true power is when a uh, deaf man comes to eat you. Yeah, Ozymandias, isn't it? Do, 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 do. Let me play a fucking solo here to remind. I do you like. Of. There's like a five minutes because it's sort of narrative a little bit. Mm. The song, not as much as the next one, obviously, uh-huh. but it's about like okay, I'm dying and it sucks, and I thought I was like, I thought I wasn't, you know, I was unmoored by the power of death, but I'm incredibly moored. Uh, and then there's like a five minute solo to like stand in for what it's like to die and become a ghost yeah, that's like that's fucking, like that's, that's, that's five ascend. minutes of dying and it's just like it's uh represented by just <laughs> and then it's like anyways first three now i'm cold but a ghost lives in my veins yeah we we had to get the fucking noodly solo to 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 symbolize my spirit leaving my body and then it gets sucked back in and i have the last verse a slave to the power of death. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's weird because nothing, the, the weird thing is like, this is the only song on the out al- for them to theme the album. This is weird. It is because there's no like connect connective tissue to any of the other songs. Right. It's about how it's good to, to be in the Royal Air Force in World War Two. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, and then after, but then it's also good to be a sword fighter of ancient yeah. legend, they, and they then went, it's good to be they, a pharaoh. They literally went through each track and they're like, what's the coolest image we could put on the cover for each, you know, This shit is designed like the map in Sonic Adventure 2. Can I tell you something? I never play it. Oh man, there's, there's like an Egypt level and there's like a Royal Air Force level where you play as Tails. And then there's the snow level. <laughs> there's the flying dutchman level there's the sewers there's like all the classic yeah eddie's you get a there. robot dog eddie's uh-huh. there mm-hmm. the colonel the colonel yeah you straight up do talk to the president as sonic though it's pretty fun it's a good like the, the american president yeah the american president who's riding around in a limo and he's like oh my limo's not fast enough sonic i need you to get the f- faster what? Why Michael Caine he... plays him. Okay, I was gonna ask why the American president sounds like that. But... <laughs> I mean, I didn't play the game, so I don't uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. And then he's like, Mr. President, you don't sound right. And then his eyes go completely red. And he's like, oh, don't I? And he's <laughs> yeah, a clone. Yeah. And then Sonic has to kill him. I was sent by the queen to take back what's rightfully ours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Slave to the Power of Death. Want to talk about your favorite song? Do you want to talk about your favorite song? <laughs> sure. 
Uh, last up, this song is thir- is like fucking 14 minutes long, and it's uh, the poem, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, but it's a song now. Now, let's start in in 1798. Okay. Did you, uh, did you listen, did you ever hear the poem or like listen to it in English class, or is this how you got to that? I mean, I, I guess technically, like, I heard this before I knew what the poem was, because I was like 13 when I first heard this. Yeah. And then when we read this in British Literature 1, I was like, oh, shit, it's just like Iron Maiden. Yeah, and then your teacher was like, and you'll never guess what he does to the albatross. And you were like, oh, I know, I'm already there. Uh, I bet this fucking guy puts it around his neck after he kills it. Just yeah, like, fucking guess. loser. What, a, what an <laughs> asshole. I was, I was listening to it, and I was like, and that's where we get the thing. It is. From the albatross around then. Okay, I always thought that was a fucking, like, Cody Rhodes cut a promo in AEW like two months ago that was like, uh-huh. Chris Jericho, you will no longer be the albatross around my neck. And I was like, that's a really... That's kind of a silly thing to say, and now I know what it means, and I think it's good now. Thanks now you me. know everything there is to know about British literature. Yeah. Um, I do, so, it's it's funny to, it is a very, like, weird, surreal, like, for, 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 the, for this poem, I guess, to be in, like, the fucking late 1700s, it's like ghost pirates and zombies and spirits and shit. It's again, cool. you really forget... That not everybody was just like a pioneer. That everybody wasn't just like fucking yeah. churning butter all day. Like they had yeah. like thoughts and imaginations and stuff. Yeah. Um. I the the freight like everyone. I if you know. I mean, it's it's not like it's a fucking niche poem, but I everyone knows like oh the albatross, the fucking lady, life and death, whatever. I the framing of it is that this old ass monster mash guy shows up to a wedding. That yeah, and, and there's like the wedding guests are walking in, and then he's like, "Come lads, hear my story of the ancient mariner." And the and then, bride is like, "Cool, no, let's do it." No, it's like three guys going in, and then two of them are like, "I don't know, man," but one gets like kind of stuck behind. Oh, that's what one of three means. Okay. Yes, he has eyes. He stops one of three. I, did, I literally thought he had three eyes. Okay. No, he cool. stops one of the and the and you could tell it, the guy. He's like, I I don't know, like shit, man. I got like I gotta go. And then it cuts like as he's telling the story. It, it he's slowly like, I don't want to do this. But then later on, someone's like, Hey, dude, are you gonna come to the wedding? And he's like, No, I gotta hear this. <laughs> okay, I want to know what happens to the yeah, mariner. This, this is fucking boomer brain fuel. Whereas yeah. here's a story about a cool guy who interrupts people at a wedding and they're so interested that they forget about the wedding because of how cool your story is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells it, um, I, I don't remember if this guy, I guess this, the old man is like supposed to be the ancient mariner. Isn't, um, I thought that was sort of the fun twist at the end where he's yeah. like, this is a story about a cool guy and also he's me and I was cursed to tell you this. Yeah. And I'm cursed to tell my, like, I got to live, but I must. Now tell on my to the story. next wedding. Yeah, exactly. What can I ruin next? <laughs> um, it's, it's like an, it's like a pretty fucking accurate retelling and there are parts where they just like lift it directly from the poem i do like that when like michael kane just comes out and reads part of it I, I i like that but i appreciate them actually like singing like day after day day after day we struck no breath no emotion mm-hmm. like that's exactly from the the poem ah uh so then there is a the part where fucking michael kane he's like they drop down one by one that part uh-huh 
Um, I, I do like that, uh, according to the Genius page, uh, Bruce Dickinson jokingly introduces this song live by saying, this is what not to do if a bird shits on you. Very good. Good stuff, True. Bruce. In the, in, the po- in the poem, the Mariner, he's like, oh, this albatross fucking sucks. It won't leave us alone. And the crew, they're like, hey, uh, whatever. And yeah, then eventually this, everyone this gets mad. It's fucking Victorian Greyjoy ass. It is. And then everyone gets mad and then he fucking kills it. And they're like, look what you, look, I can't believe you've done this. Now the curse is upon you forever. I was reading about, like, I couldn't, like, there's, I saw, like, Wikipedia or something was like, there's no real consensus as to why he killed the, the bird he just of good omen. does it. He's just Judas in his mind. He's just, he, he did it. He became Judas and he kills it and then everyone hates him. Yeah. And his whole fucking crew turns into zombie ghosts because of I'd it. be pretty mad if I was just hanging out with a guy and he just killed a cool bird. But it is, it's the most fucking, like, boss move to be like, you fucking killed this thing that cursed us. Wear it, idiot. I'm tying this around your neck and you have to wear it all day. Yeah, me bag of bird bones. So, okay, here's uh, the plot summary. Uh, The Mariner, they're on a trip. It's cold. Uh, The wind's not blowing good. He kills the bird. Everyone hates it. He has to wear the bird. More bad shit happens. (laughs) Uh, They see a zombie ghost ship and he has to play a game of dice against the lady of life and death. And, and Michael Caine shows up and goes, one after one, they begin to fall. He, he's, Michael Caine's there and he says that. And he says four times 50 living men uh, and all that. That shit. was bullshit. That was just he couldn't figure out another way to say 200. Yeah. Um, he also he also says um, the albatross, it sinks down like lead into the sea, which is the title. I was, yeah. <laughs> of, a, of a fantastic satisfaction arc where everyone in it was named after fucking romantic period <laughs> British literature. For yeah, years. you better believe that's one of my all caps notes. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there was a time when I looked like I looked up what that meant and I was like, "Oh, a reference to fucking Samuel Taylor Coleridge." No, it's Iron Maiden. It's a, no, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Eddie's trick. Eddie's trick. Uh, but then the fucking like the the Mariner, he's like, "Oh, I I, I wish is to die." And then he sees like a fish leap out of the water and he's like yeah what the fuck he's like all of god's creatures deserve to live and then they're just like okay you're good yeah you're you're cool now but you have to tell your shitty story to everyone that you see Mm -hmm. and then and then the fucking uh he's like now you have no known my story wedding guest how do you feel and he's like i don't know i feel like like sad but also smarter and then yeah. he says, okay. Anyways, that's why you should be vegan. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that was cool, but I'm sad. And then he says, then I have completed my Yeah, he says, Goodbye. I shouldn't be alone right now. Very sad. And yeah. then, <laughs> don't follow me. And then he looks back. Anyway, to talk about the actual song, it's sick. The part where it's like, the mariner hears it and I. And the bass is like, do 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 That's sick. Thanks, Steve. Uh, big fan, it. I said it at the top of the show, but big fan of water, water everywhere. No, I need to drink. Very yeah. fun. I just think it would be so fun and cool to, like, I'm so glad that this is one of their big songs. Because mm-hmm. it must be so fun to have a famous song where you can just read your favorite story in the middle. Uh-huh. Like, wouldn't it, tell me that this wouldn't be Eddie's dream, where you just, like, you're in fucking Madison Square Martin, and uh-huh. everybody's singing along with you, and you're shredding an eight-minute guitar solo, and mm-hmm. then, like, in the middle of it, you just drop your guitar and start reading, like, a Jamie chapter from A Feast for Crows. Yeah. And everybody thinks it's so cool. <laughs> like, Her name is Brienne, sir! <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, Quentin Martell won. Adventure stank. The more she drank, the more she shot! <laughs> anyway. Uh, good song. Great good job song. actually, like, taking a fucking long poem and actually making it, like, sick. Yeah. Because that could be the most, really, you took a fucking, like, rom- romantic British poem and made a 13-minute song about it? Fuck off. Yeah, uh, I'm just, like, I, like, you can't, this must be, like, the British lit teacher's weapon to get through to, like, young 16-year-old boys who aren't, like, doing the homework. It never came up in my class. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this it's, is me. <laughs> like, you're not, I'm sorry to be, like, the 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 virgin 21st century reader but mm-hmm. like i don't want to read a poem from the fucking 18th century i don't want mm-hmm. to yeah especially when it's big dude i do not i don't know what rhyme fucking... means i do not it's a game a i don't know fuck about this ode to a grecian urn tell me more about <laughs> the zombie bird yeah now if you fucking if you if you tell me about a grecian urn while like you're you're playing scales on your cool okay. Les Paul. Uh, so you have the Grecian urn. Did a fucking spirit emerge from it? No? I do not care. Yeah, were I don't give not, a fuck. you're not cursed upon opening the urn and seeing, like, a little version of yourself inside of it, don't even talk to me. <laughs> God, I wish I could... I wish that Iron Maiden could teach me about the charge of the Light Brigade. <laughs> that That's what the fucking duelist is probably about, but they just... I, that, that's me doing a bit. Uh, it's yeah. actually what the trooper is about. <laughs> it is, yeah. Of course. I look okay. that up. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway. I love uh, the part in Charge of the Light Brigade where fucking Tennyson is like, You take my life and I'll take yours too! Coheed and Cambria covered that and they didn't... You can't cover the fucking trooper, dude. No... Like, they're just, like, you, there are just some songs, like, you cannot, to me, um, you, I, like, you can't cover a Queen song. Right. Because it just won't be good. And you can't cover Iron Maiden. You like, you'll cover... never do a better version of an Iron Maiden song than they will. Don't even right. try. You like, can't you can cover do How an, Far oh, Is Heaven, Los Lonely Boys. It's the best song ever made. Exactly. So like, don't no, try. Like, I don't care who's, it's like, I bet... There are covers of Hollowed Be Thy Name, but you listen, why even bother? Yeah. You're not going to do it. Anyway. Uh, that's Power Slave. And now you know all about 80s metal. Yeah. I suppose I do want to be a Power Slave at the end of the day. I, I mean, you don't have to, not, now you, you don't have to tell me why. I, I just know I want to be Power Slave now. Yeah. It's a cool <laughs> I, word. Mm-hmm. You just made it up. You just put it there. Yeah. Good job, Bruce. Good job, Bruce. Um, the one head on over to Slap City. Yeah, let's hit it. Uh, I went first last time, so you're up. So you're doing probably one that's more on brand. Yeah. Well, I'm becoming. You're. I thought you were gonna go. Are you? Are you? Is this when you finally become? Yeah, it's. We've been putting it off for a long time. There's never okay. gonna be a better chance. It's the. Here's my pitch for why I'm becoming Judas Fozzie should be on Slap City. I think it is the greatest Christian metal song of all time. Okay. Do I... Have I listened to any other Christian metal? Do I want to? No. Hmm. But I'm pretty confident in saying it... It's a slap. It's a bop. It feels like a good ending to my fantasy football season where we both ate absolute big shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I named my team after Judas Fozzie that I think it's 
I think it's a fitting homage to finally. I to finally become I, on Slap I, City. I, I just I don't want to sway, and I feel like you're pretty confident in this pick, and I don't want to like sway you from changing it. But I thought you were going to go somewhere else. Um, even in our darkest days, this fire burns. This fire burns always. always. So, now I, I won't have, stop I have, you from doing that. I, I okay, it'll be on there eventually. But I am right. Yeah, I'm like it. you're gonna fucking make me listen to Killswitch Engage someday. Anyways. I actually, I, I can, to tell you the truth, I've never listened to a Killswitch Engage album front to back. I only know the hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like, I, I, I'm trying to be careful not to turn Slap City into just my workout playlist. Okay, but there's gonna be a lot of crossover. I mean, Judas is coming. You know, uh, Iron Maiden do have a song called Judas Be My Guide. Judas be, Judas be my guide. <laughs> um, so l- let me see. I have to find, uh, the specific version that I'm picking. Okay. While you're doing that, can you just imagine, um, it playing over, uh, Tanahashi's downed body next week at Wrestle Kingdom when Chris Jericho wins the title or whatever he's see, fighting for? That would be very either. I feel like either. Oh no, cause Tanahashi's not. Uh, Chris Jericho might win because there's no title in that on the line in that fight. But did you see Tanahashi said like, "If I beat Chris Jericho, don't I deserve a shot at the AEW title?" Mm. He said he said some shit like, "Can I not open that forbidden door or something?" <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Mm, perhaps uh, we'll be getting more Kenny Kota content. Mm, delicious. Uh, I am going Iron Maiden with my pick. Uh, and I'm, I'm breaking in tradition because I'm going to pick a live version. Okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt my train of thought. I just got a text from Kim who is, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this at the start of the podcast. She's currently seeing Cats, uh, the film 2019. Hmm. Uh, she just texted me, this sucks, dude. I had to pee. The cats are so creepy. I was going to say, I don't think Kim's been there for like a movie length time yet. So that, yeah, I guess she had to take a little break. And she just said also her friend had no idea it was getting bad reviews. So. Oh, no. Oh, I can't imagine being blindsided by cats. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Uh, anyway, I will do some research after the pod to get the right version. Okay, I think I found it. Yep. Uh, I'm picking Iron Maiden. Uh, the song is Fear of the Dark. Um, I think I've and heard I'm that. gonna, I'm gonna go, uh, a little, a little off the, uh, the beaten track on this one. I'm gonna pick a live version of the song. All right. Because, and I complained about this, uh, about seeing Streetlight Manifesto and there's fucking three dudes next to you singing the horn parts. But, a, a thing, Iron Maiden thing is when they play Fear of the Dark, the crowd sings, like, the intro, and it sounds fucking awesome. I'll take your word for it. Uh, I think the fact that we've made it to almost 80 songs without a live one yet is a testament to our restraint. It's like what uh, WWE wants the fucking Shinsuke Nakamura thing to be. Right. It's like the good version of that. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, so it's subconscious. (laughs) It's a joke for the wrestling fans out there. Let's see. Subconscious on Slap City. Um, You know? It just... it it, Because the song itself is awesome, and then you basically have a fucking, like... Chorus behind it at all, all right. times. It's I awesome. love a song with a chorus. And Bruce, Bruce uh, Dickman for being like nine hundred years old, he can still fucking work. He can go. Yeah, I've, I've, I was on his Wikipedia page, and it's like still known for even in his older age, his like very, very energetic concerts. He still got it. So 
uh, yeah, Fear of the Dark. I, I was thinking Hollowed Be Thy Name, but Fear of the Dark with the fucking crowd is just too good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's mine. Um, let's get into questions quick. Yeah. Uh, if you have a question, you can send us a, a tweet at you love to hear it on Twitter. Um, first one, <laughs> I don't think this is, uh, much of a, a question, but it comes in from Mitzivania, Aria of Shelby on Twitter. And this okay. one says, starting up podcast, can't wait to be mesmerized as I listen to the nightmares of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's it's also what I, that's also how I, how I feel about it. Uh, friend of the show, Neve Nickelwolf on Twitter sends this one in. What is your favorite song based on a work of literature? Feel free to name your second favorite. Second favorite, if yours is like mine, "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner." Uh huh. This is where I, I went to the Wikipedia page for like songs based on works of literature, and that's where I saw oh, the Trooper, the Trooper. Okay, yeah, that's there. But um, also Samson Regina Specter is based on Bible. That's good. Mm-hmm. Do you have Do you have another pick? I because I have I have one that's with- a little. We did um, one of the fucking My Chemical Romance songs that's based on, like, the Faulkner, like, a Rose for Emily thing. Uh-huh. We did that. Ah, uh, the Rose for Emily with fucking Iron Maiden guitar in the background? Pretty good. Kim did get me a very funny Black Parade t-shirt from Hot Topic for Christmas, which I am That's very for. good. Yeah. Are, are they coming to the NJ area? I mean, they're from New Jersey. So I would yeah, hope they'll, they'll so. do but right I, by you. I saw them announce like, oh, a show in Los Angeles or whatever, but I haven't looked to see like if they're touring uh-huh. here. I would assume they are, and it's sold out already. I should really get around to listening to more than just the album that we listened to on Fun Point. The Black that's a great Parade album. Is, the Black Parade is really fucking good, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Anyway, I don't know. That's th- yeah. That's that's all I got. My uh, my pick is if I'm picking unironic favorite song based on literature that I know of, if not The Trooper or Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, it's something that's ba- loosely based on William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. That's right, folks. Love Story by Taylor Swift. All it's right. a fucking good song, though. It is pretty good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the old Taylor and she's dead, but... Mm-hmm. It's a really, you're not changing the fucking dial when it comes on. It's true. If we slip that into Slap City, nobody would notice. I, Everybody would be like, yes, I, this belongs here. I must here. have told this Taylor Swift story once, but I believe I was at a Best Buy, and I heard some, it, Taylor Swift was playing on the, the speakers, and I heard someone singing along uh, to the song, and this uh, person said, she's cheer captain, and I'm on the bleakers. <laughs> <laughs> and that... That's my kind of Taylor Swift uh-huh. spatial sense memory. That's, that's that's some really cool like fake British slang that we would say on the podcast. Yeah, that's Gomper's favorite place. I was to be. I was right off the bleakers, gov. I, I, man, I was ripping. Peaky off the bleakers, bleakers is my favorite British show. <laughs> Peaky bleakers. <laughs> Fucking uh. Juno protagonist ass. All right, that's. Oh, we we got another uh, message from Love Small Song on Twitter. This one says, this isn't really a question, but if you're going to do another 80s metal episode, you guys should pick a Merciful Fate album so you get to do King Diamond voice. I know of King Diamond, the man and the group, but I have no idea what he sounds like, so I'll have to do some research on that. Yeah, I just Googled Merciful Fate, and Uh um, I'm pretty sure which one of the members of this band is that guy. He looks like Papa Zad. 
really he's papa's papa he's grandpapa he's grandpapa yeah he loves it when you call him grandpapa i'll do my research into that one thank you uh well we reached the point where you drop some homework on me listen so, we've uh, uh i thought it would be nice because it's winter break it's is is it cold up there it, it's been in like the 50s it hasn't been that cold actually all right well, I thought I would pick a, an album from a nice, chill, short album from a band that uh, that uh, that you you might have heard of. They're 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 fairly popular um, in the independent scene. One mm-hmm. of their big criticisms is that they get some flack for singing a little bit too much about California. Okay, um, but. Uh, uh, I can't keep the bit up anymore. It's not Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, I was but... gonna ask if we. I feel like it's it's too soon to re to review. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do actually. This is a band um, that named themselves after sort of California and where it is. It's an indie rock duo. Okay. And oh, it's the their debut bottoms. studio album from 2010. Mm-hmm. And it is. How are you familiar with the band Best Coast? I. Again, I know of them. All right. Well, we're going to listen actually... to, to we're going to listen to Crazy for You, the debut album of Best Coast. Okay. Which is a which is a chill, fun beach album that I thought we should all listen to in the first week of January. I, I like the uh, the album art. There's a cat on it. It has California in it. I like seeing 13 songs, 31 minutes. Yeah, it's a, it's chill island vibes. This might be exactly what I need to get me through the end of this uh, winter break. Yeah. And, so and I know you, is, you have control, you have death standing in front of you, it's going to be hard. And this will be the perfect, um, usually, I f- for like Fun Point, especially like starting my new teaching job, I feel like a, a typical album, it'll get me through like going to work in the morning and like halfway home. This is one, one I can listen to this twice in a day. I'm telling you. I can slam through this. It's a nice album about sitting on a towel at the beach and smoking weed with your beloved. What it's You love it. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, that's uh, two weeks talking about best, best coast. Crazy for you, right? Yeah. Which not, we don't. Not heart crazy on you. Yeah. Right. It's not, the, it's not actually the best coast. We're an East Coast pod. We love, uh, uh Biggie. Is that ours on our side? Yeah. We got Biggie. Beast Coast. Okay. Good. We, we do not stand Tupac on this. No. Uh, yeah. We, we think Tupac is corny. Yeah, um, I've always said that. But we like when Biggie says, give me the loot, I'm a bad, bad man. I like it when he says Super Nintendo. So he said Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, the first gamer rapper before... Before Protoculture. Yeah, Biggie Walsh. He was Proto-Protoculture. Proto-culture. Before Deltron could rap about Shenmue. Uh-huh, uh, it was fucking Paleoculture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, so yeah, next uh, next weekend, uh, Five Grams of Iron... Full Metal Alchemist definitely won't have a lot of Wrestle Kingdom talk after I sleep. Oh for two yeah, hours we will be talking about how cool it was that uh, Hiromu Takahashi is now the new fucking GM of Wrestle Kingdom in real life it, or whatever. It's, it's gonna be so. so uh, whatever the episodes, uh, you're gonna have to listen to our wrestling shit if you want to hear us say your name for the Patreon. Patreon <laughs> um, Love it's, to so, punish our patrons. So they're doing a thing. It's like a, a mini tournament, and the winner of it gets both of the main titles. 
So it's like the two winners on the first night will face each other the next night for the titles. But there's uh-huh. also like a third place consolation match. I, it's it's just very, there's no stakes. It's just like fucking, I don't know, Okada and Ibushi, you fight now. Fuck you. A, a stupid thing. I mean, I, I have more faith in New Japan than to do this, but I could see whoever like, I feel like what has to happen for it to like, ma- like the match itself, I'm fine with it not having any stakes if at, by the end of it, something like jay white fucking turns face or something you know like jay white becomes the fiend yeah like if something happens if it's not just like well kota abushi beat jay white cool you know cool. or like kota abushi turns heel like something like that oh, you know fuck. or like some fucking i don't know goto runs out and he's like we're a new faction now you know uh-huh. like something i don't know but i'm still excited for it so uh if if you want to watch wrestle kingdom live i will be in the discord just typing Hiromu uh-huh. for four hours at yeah six in the morning. Man, whatever. I was doing a, a like a fucking wrestling Reddit had like a best of the decade poll that you could vote in, uh-huh. and for like character of the decade, I was looking at the list and it's like it really hurt that I, it was like oh the answer really is probably Bullet Club, mm-hmm. like in terms it, of just it, in like terms of like staying power and influence yeah. and like people i see with but it's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna vote for them though uh-huh. i'm not voting for bullet club it's 2020 baby awesome maybe powers. this is me just being like the simple wrestling fan but i've seen stuff that's like what's the feud of the decade and like it's easily tanahashi versus okada but that it's so good that that feud is basically that guy's the ace and i want to be Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't need to do fucking zombie magic and go into it's the not, Mrs. house. It's not fucking Tanahashi puts on a scary mask and drags Okada under the ring and pulls fucking... his hair out and he comes out with a new look. I was losing it hearing just, like, pods talk about how uh the Miz had to face Bray Wyatt, who Bray Wyatt went to his, like, child's crib and put a scary <laughs> doll in it. And he's like, I'm going to defeat, I'm the Miz, and I'm going to defeat Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I'm for the face sake, the Miz. For, this, for the sake of my family and the protection of my home, and I will do whatever it takes to protect my family. And then he fucking comes to the ring. Awesome! And he's doing his fucking, like, twirls and pointing to the crowd. He's doing yeah. He, he spins and he's posing to the crowd. Oh, Listen, that's delicious. the kind of stuff you only learn in the big leagues in Stanford. You have to, that's you, the best You gotta learn to how to work the camera. Yeah, you got <laughs> I came to I play. I came to play. <laughs> There's a price to pay. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Downstate. I uh, love to kill a demon while listening to Downstate. How did how, how did that match end? The Bray Wyatt won, right? And Bray Wyatt won, and then then Daniel Bryan oh, came Daniel out Bryan. and said, "Hey, what's up? I'm 2012 again, and I had yeah, lost okay. it." All right, we're we're done with the uh, the wrestling. Well, I'll let me bring up. Do you have the patrons up, or can I? Oh, you want I don't. Me? I'm looking at fantasy football again. I'm sorry. You're just getting ready. It's uh, so all our viewers. It's the last day of our. So we still have probably a good month or two left because it's the end of our fantasy football. But um, the the real football playoffs are. Starting. Oh God! I would. You, thank you for. I was just gonna say like, what if our next episode were like not jocks anymore? But luckily, we'll definitely, definitely still be jocks, even more so. Yeah. Because we'll we'll just be watching for the love of the game. Exactly. Uh, the funniest outcome is if the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl again, because they're fucking ass, so. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I got the, the patrons this week. Let me, let me okay. just take, take a sippy first before sure. I dig into this. Okay. Marshawn Lynch is going to score five touchdowns. Beast mode is back, baby. Beast mode I is back. I've been eating, what? 
Yo, I ate, uh, sorry to our patrons, I ate Skittles for the first time in like a couple years. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you ate Skittles? At least six months ago. Do you like them though? Like in a vacuum? I th- I feel like I like the idea of Skittles more than eating them. Right. Because I'm... I feel like I have a handful and I'm like, this is good. And then I have another one and I'm like, I'm about to die right now. Yeah, that's what my parents got me Skittles Bright Side, which is just like, here's a new flavor of Skittles that you're just going to shove in your mouth. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Skittles, crazy cores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a particularly big mouthful that I was chewing. And then I just wanted more Skittles on my mouth so badly that I did that thing where you swallow Skittles before you like dull all of the sharp edges with your teeth. Oh, fun. You know, you got that clump in your mouth and you're chewing and then um, you just accidentally swallow a little bit too early and Mm. I just wrecked my entire shop and like for three days it's felt like I've had a sore throat and it was just because I ate too many many Skittles fast. (laughs) I don't know what Beast Mode does it, dude. Uh, Anyways. I've I've just been watching that one clip of him running for a touchdown and stiff arming that guy to hell. Yeah, it's, he's it's against this. Oh, it's so fucking good. I cannot. I've never watched a Marshawn Lynch football game, and he's my favorite football player. Like, I've ever we've seen. talked about like the like getting your shot blocked or whatever, but that has to be. I don't even know who that guy is because his name was just fucking washed from the history books as soon as Beast Mode yeah. shoved him to the ground. He he said out loud in Iron Maiden voice, "I'm not a number. I have a name," and we didn't yeah. even listen. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, thank you to our patrons uh, from the uh, the five dollar and up tier, and they are <clears throat> here we go: Caroline Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Christian Woodruff, Andy Clare, Hecabee, Weed Lord Vegeta, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Valerie W, Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Caroline Carter, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice. Faust Eldritch, Dr. B. Dandy, K. Darling, Nira Wyvern, Reliet, Skyla Otero, Burgermeister, Barrier Trio, Bean, Magdalene Jen, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, Nicholas Tartaglione. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Tartaglione, <laughs> Mr. Tartaglione! Mr. Tartaglione! What happened to the footage in the cells? The cameras were disabled! <laughs> Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, <laughs> Audrey Olson, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek, Great Big Sword. Great Big Sword, huh? Alex C., Nick Jagged, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destryhawk, Sarah N. Blair, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, <laughs> Matt Rivera, <laughs> Ducky Aisha, Elliot Valentine, and Alex Schaub. Thank you for your, your contributions. Yeah, thank you very much. <sighs> and that's it. Uh, we'll see you in uh, two weeks on Fun Point, Best Coast. Next week, uh, Five Grams of Iron, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, uh, and don't we'll, want to we'll be a power slave. Again, uh, so we're, we're going to do it in the next stream. I'm guessing we'll keep it on that same schedule, like near the end of the month whenever we're available for uh, our Metal Gear stream. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll give you like a week notice before. So yeah uh, well we'll, you. we'll be getting into our fun 2020 routines very soon we all can't wait thank you uh steve harris thanks sinister gates uh bruce dickinson will ferrell eddie uh samuel taylor coleridge uh eddie's dad my dad papa c percy shelley uh um, king crimson king crimson whoever that guy was 
and K. Rule. Um, Semper funny. Semper funny. Thanks. Bye.